0: Uh, 2022 was the year that geopolitics came back it was the, the the return of geopolitics as i wrote many times you see that article that's pinned up to our website for the longest time geopolitics versus the great reset which one is driving which That's a good question. That's a question that we raised. No one else raised that during this past year in 2022, raised it on a number of venues, including New Dawn magazine with a major feature uh, back in the summer asking this very question. I gave about three or four presentations live in London uh, and down in Devon a couple of different locations, and did a few videos on this, asking this question. It's a very important question. Which is driving which? Is geopolitics driving the Great Reset, or is the Great Reset and the Schwabian agenda driving geopolitics? And I have come to the conclusion at the end of this year, after looking at this closely and studying this, geopolitics is driving the Great Reset. The World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, the Great Reset, is a tool of global hegemony. And behind that effort is, of course, the Anglo-American bloc, the Atlanticist bloc. Call it whatever you want. Just remember, Britain's the brains, America's the muscle. Everybody else is along for the ride. That includes NATO and the EU. The EU has become a kind of supine bureaucratic behemoth that doesn't do anything anymore in its best interests or its own interests. It has no national interest because the EU is not a country. It's trying to be a federal state, but it's falling short of the mark. And the strong states within the EU are failing. And they're failing because of corrupt politicians and bureaucrats and quite frankly, because they've been occupied. They've been occupied since the Second World War. Their intelligence service has been occupied. Uh, their corporate uh, captains of industry positions have been occupied. The banks have been occupied. Yeah, there's an elite class. Even members of those own countries, German citizens, French citizens, um, Dutch citizens, Belgium citizens, all the various uh, European community countries, their elites are all represented in the central banking cartel. And they're represented at Bilderberg, they're represented at Davos, the World Economic Forum's confab. They're there, but they're also in Wall Street. They're in the city of London. In those domains, nobody's passport matters. What matters is that you're on board uh, and you'll do what's in the best interests of your tribe. And in this case, the tribe is the transnational uh, financier and billionaire class. That's the masters of the universe. That's the tribe. And the whole green agenda and all of this, yeah, it's real. Yeah, it's being plowed through. But at the end of the day, it's itself, it is only a tool uh, to create new monopolies, to create a new ground floor which all of these people, if you're lucky to be invited in on the ground floor of that new economy, then you are the Carnegies, you are the Rockefellers of this latter-day era. It's as simple as that. And watch how the wealth gap is getting bigger and bigger, larger and larger, the poor getting poorer, the richer getting richer. And all these new systems that we that are coming into place, so we read these articles. The year in review, trends and predictions for 2023. Read these articles, okay? These things that are coming into play right now: central bank digital currencies (CBDCs), uh, the green economy, all of this stuff. The new uh, deindustrialization agenda for Europe, and all of this stuff. The neo-feudal system, all of this the digital plantations that were all expected to be on producing data, it's feeding into the AI, the, the, the hive mind of the global AI, okay? All of these things, these are mere tools to increase that wealth gap, to create more distance between those who have and those who have not. It's quite simple. So it's not a free market, it's a rigged market. If you're lucky enough, you can find a little patch that's free enough uh, where you can do well for yourself, your family, maybe more, and more power to you if you can. Um, But in terms of the global economy, in terms of uh, the global, uh, the, the difference between globalization and globalism is an important distinction. Globalization is a globalized economy. That's not new. It's been going on since the Roman Empire, even before that. Uh, what we have now sort of post-Soviet uh, hyper-globalization is just the latest iteration. Before that, you had the British Empire. That was a form of global globalization, Roman Empire, Alexander the Great, as much as you want, Ottoman Empire. Uh, but globalism is something else. Globalism is an ideology. It's an ideology whose final destination is a one-world government. But it's not really a one-world government. It's a one-world government facade. It's the semblance of government. What it really is is a international corporate network. And so that's understand the, the fine line between globalization and globalism and make sure that you understand the difference between these two things. One is a system of economics and trade, comparative advantage, uh, separation of labor, manufacturing, uh, offshoring of things that are cheap in order to assemble elsewhere and then hoard the, uh, the profits uh, and disseminate them uh, in, in the wealth zones of the world. Okay? That's, that's a simple globalization model. Uh, globalism is an ideology. Ideology used by elites uh, in order to take a wrecking ball to a lot of things, including sovereignty, constitutional forms of government, uh, your rights, your freedoms, sovereign money, hard money, sound money. All of these things are the enemy of globalism. Freedom, freedom of speech freedom of the press, these are all the enemies of globalism. Globalism, what underpins globalism, that ideology, is this technocracy. The technocrats, the technocrats, the experts, they've assembled the experts, they've identified the problems of the world, a.k.a. climate change, and they and they alone, with their panels of experts, will give us the prescription in order to solve the problem, uh, i.e. the policies. And in some cases, the laws, unfortunately. So understand the difference between those two. So anyway, these are a lot of the themes that are going to pop up uh, in the year in review and the trends and predictions of 2023. So last year was creative chaos. I'm sure we could look at 2022 and say if elites were directing things in a certain direction, yes, they were creative chaos. What's happening in 2023, well, the creative chaos helped to accelerate the Great Awakening. And after the Great Awakening comes the Great Realignment. And there's a more in-depth essay about this at New Dawn Magazine. Look for the links on our website. Uh, The New New Year's edition of New Dawn Magazine. I wrote a, a really important story in there about the Great Realignment. And so from the Great Awakening to the Great Realignment. The great realignment means that you will now have common cause and you will have a new set of allies, uh, unlikely allies, strange bedfellows, do crises make? So, the great realignment means that um, you will have common cause and you will have agreement on some issues with people that you might not have considered before to be in your camp, in your coalition. You didn't see them as allies before, but they're allies now. They're allies because you hold some things in common now. So we can put our petty differences aside on those things that really don't matter and focus on what does matter, and that is freedom and liberty. And uh, not only for yourself, but you have to want to defend that for your neighbor, for your brother, for your sister, for your friend, for your colleagues, for your countrymen, freedom and liberty, defending their freedom and liberty, not just yours, theirs too. That's part of the deal. And this is the problem. In the hyper-atomized, individualistic society that's been constructed for us with all of our various digital prisons, we forgot. We became so hyper-inward-looking as individuals. Uh, almost like yeah, well, I'm a libertarian. You hear people say this. I'm a libertarian. People can do what they want as long as it doesn't uh, infringe on my rights or you know harm anybody else. Then if it's all fair game, okay. But the extremes of this um, is what's bearing out right now, and the trans agenda is just a little glimpse into that horror, and that horror at the end of this. We can have a discussion about transhumanism. Yes, we can talk about that. Um, but what's, what's really happening, the bigger picture, is that all of these things, these extremes, taken to extremes, and then in, with ideologies injected into them, like radical, progressive, hard, left, postmodernist ideologies, the sort of gender fluidity movement is a good example of this this isn't about being free there's nothing liberating about it especially if you're imposing that on children which some cynical adults are doing counselors teachers therapists people who you know with all these degrees in this this area and they're making billions out of it they're they're carving out a new market to uh met out this uh horror it's about turning humanity against itself. That's the bottom line. And if you want to get biblical about it, be my guest. That's that's your prerogative. There's plenty. The Bible has plenty to say about this, as does the Quran, as do some other sacred texts in detail. So it's up to you uh, which path that you're pursuing to get that sort of insight, to, to get that enlightenment. Um, what, what's gonna be speaking to you, that's up to you if you can tune into that. But it's about turning humanity in on itself. And ultimately, it's about getting humanity to deny itself, to deny its own purpose, to deny its own existence. To deny its own agency, to deny its true destiny, whatever religion or you follow, whatever school of philosophy you follow, whatever whatever you whatever you follow, these principles are universal, and what I said should resonate with you. Even if you're an atheist, there's a part of you <laughs> that knows this is true, that knows this is this is really true. And so this is what humanity faces in 2023. And the Great Awakening has triggered the Great Realignment. And the Great Realignment has begun. And the Great Awakening will continue. But while the Great Awakening moves forward, into the next year, and so on and so forth, so shall the great realignment. So be conscious, be aware of those who you have common cause with, those who you share values with, not just beliefs, and we can all believe anything, but who do you you share values with, common values? You might be some very basic fundamental common values. You might not see it on the surface, Wash away all the politics, all the labels, all the identity politics, all that stuff. Push that aside. Look for the common values in the person standing in front of you. And there should be many things that you both hold dear. And that many people can come together, unlikely allies as they may be, but come together to preserve what's really, really important. And that that is your rights, your freedoms, your liberties. If you want to take that any further and scale that up, then you know go ahead go ahead and do that. So those are the themes those are the themes that we're looking at the details well, there's some signposts there in these two pieces here and go ahead, please share the top conspiracies of 2022. And also, click below the article. You'll see the previous years, and it'll be very interesting. Uh, and read our breakdown from the previous years of what are the top, some of the top events. Very, very important. Very important exercise to do. Well, that's why we do this. So we be, we're so busy doing this. This takes a couple of weeks to put together. There's a lot of research involved. There's a, there's a lot of writing involved. Um, there's a lot of reading and you know for, so most of the holiday period for 21 wire is 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 spent doing this and not to mention producing uh, all the various shows and so we really depend on your support uh to make that happen and uh you know what that that means yeah we sacrifice some of these things because we know that you're at home we know that you're relaxing, and we want you to relax and then be able to reflect on the previous year and then look ahead to the next year. This is why we do this every year. It's something. This this is our Christmas gift uh, to our readers, to our followers, and the people you know who support us. A lot of the content that we put out is well, all of it's free, pretty much. We we want to do more premium content, and we're working on it. But uh, if we aren't able to do premium content at any particular time. Um, we feel that the priority should go to free content because our role is to educate and to inform first. And if we can provide some premium content, yes, we will. We're working on that and working on ways to solve that problem. Um, but the the, the, the the need and the demand for to, to get more people informed, to wake more people up, Um, and, and I am not trying to wake up the same type of person. And, uh, I speak for myself and also the rest of the, the, the great writers that we have at 21st century wire and the great guests we have on the show. We don't just want to wake up the same demographic of people It's be very easy to find a comfort zone and you're just going to surf in that lane forever. Um, well, no, no, no. We're going for everybody. Okay. We're going for the widest possible appeal, widest possible appeal. So that includes people in this independent or alternative space, but it also means there's a lot of mainstream folks out there that would have never uh, considered any of this material three years ago. But because of the pandemic, pseudo pandemic, phony pandemic, plandemic, scamdemic, whatever, because of the so-called COVID nineteen pandemic, there's a lot of people who uh, would never have considered. Uh, this material, these themes, these lines of argument before ever, they, did, they just dismissed it out of hand. Not anymore, not anymore. This is, the, the, the numbers are staggering. Quite frankly, they're staggering. There's people listening to the show right now that never listened to the show before 2020. Many people, maybe even the majority, who knows? But the point is, uh, we, we need to keep going with that the work is ongoing so you know we do everything we put out pretty much is available to the public Um, and so your support for 21st Century Wire for for the Sunday Wire uh, for all the work we do even the work we do across all platforms it's all a collective effort